where there is always a story. Speak On It Radio presents Our Generation with Melissa Shaw, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Our Generation, where we educate, inspire, and empower. Our Generation, where there is always a story. Our Generation, find me on speakonitmedia.com. Welcome, welcome, everyone. I'm so excited about my show today. I have an amazing... Oh, my goodness. He does it every time. Turn around. It starts with a text. You can be next. 317-331-4004. That's 317-331-4004. Hello, hello, welcome, welcome to Our Generation with Melissa Shaw, that is me, and where we educate, empower, and inspire, where there's always a story, and I look forward to hearing your story. Um, Definitely hit me up on Facebook, Melissa Shaw, and Our Generation 19 on Instagram. Um, I always start off with an affirmation, and so um, today I am going to do an affirmation, and the affirmation that um, I want to do is based off of this weekend. Um, This weekend was probably one of the most impactful weekends that I've ever had. Um, I went to a womb retreat, and when I say womb, I'm going to spell it, it's W-O-M-B. P B of W O M B. Yes, womb, the womb that you carry a baby in. <laughs> so, um that was an amazing retreat. Um my girl Ariel, um she uh you can catch her on Facebook too, but she's um sponsored it and she had it and um it was probably about 10 to 15 girls. Um the first day it was about 6 girls there. Um and we just really got in touch with being a woman um, and really talking about how um, a lot of times our trauma can really shape who we are and we don't deal with it. Um, being able to be vulnerable and kind of being in moments with people that you've never met. Um, I've created some amazing bonds. One of the things that one of the girls had us do was to stare into somebody's eyes for 90 minutes, not 90 minutes, 90 seconds, because 90 minutes would have been too damn long. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't even have done that. Um, So that was very um, awkward. It was intense. It was uncomfortable. But what came after that was beautiful. Um, So after that, she asked us to write down what... um, we saw in the other person and you know they say the eyes are to the soul and so the girl that I um her name is Victoria I hope you're listening Victoria um she was my partner the one that we did this um with and she wrote on a card and obviously I kept it and so she wrote that she saw passion she saw pain she saw broken she saw unconditional love and she saw caring and when she read that 
the pain and broken really kind of took me back because, you know, stuff like that, you try to hide from people. Mm. And I couldn't hide that from her. And so that really impacted me because it was like I even said, I said, how did you see that? Like I tried to hide, like I tried to hide it. I tried not to let that come out, but she saw that. And so allowing people to see you for who you are is almost liberating. Um, and I feel like a lot of times, especially with women, that we're always competing. Um, there's always um, just negative connotation around women. And to be able to be in an environment where everyone was so caring and so loving and wanted to see each other be their best self, um, just it was an amazing feeling. So with that, my affirmation is um, I am freedom. You know, I am freedom because I am going to be able to be free from the things that I was taught that wasn't correct, um, the ideologies, um, the different things, you know, growing up, not being able to have, I realized that I don't have intimate relationships with women. And that's something that's uncomfortable for me. And I didn't realize that until this weekend. And being in an intimate situation with women and where they're close and just being vulnerable and basically the mask was off and for people seeing you for who they for who you are but they still showed love and kindness and you know we talked a little bit about herbs and how our bodies um, need to be healed and the things that we eat um, affect a lot of us um, we talked a little bit about things that women struggle with you know yeast infections bacterial vaginosis like I'm gonna be real with that like a lot of times people think that that comes from the vagina but Sorry, men, if you're listening, which I know most of my listeners are men, but you know what? You probably have daughters, so you need to know this, too. Um, but that actually comes from your gut. That is a gut problem. That is a intestinal problem, and it's coming out through your vagina. That's how it's trying to leave your body. That was interesting to me because growing up, that's not talked about. So meaning that our diets have a huge impact on our bodies, and that really made me feel like, okay, I need to really look at you know, what I'm eating, and even teaching this to my daughter. I have a 17-year-old, so I have the opportunity to educate her and have her be able to grow up without things that I dealt with. Um, and even having, like, there's so many herbs out there. There's so, like, there's this one tea that um, the lady makes. It's called this womb tea. It is amazing. Like, it literally makes you feel warm inside. And then there's an activity. Like, we had a massage person there, too. And she... Um, showed you how to massage your womb and it's just based on your stomach and you go in a circular motion but you go in the way your intestines goes so your intestines plays a very big part in being a woman and how things work down there so it is very very important for us to be educated especially mothers that have girls that are in even 10, 11 years old, they may not get it all, but still just slowly teaching them these things is so important for us to be able, you know, gen by breaking generational curses can come in all forms. Mm -hmm. It can come in the forms of trauma. It can come in the forms of being educated about our bodies um, and wanting to be healthier and wanting to be able to live longer um, and be able to have more of a quality of life. Um, so this weekend was definitely, definitely needed. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to go to a song. And I will be back, and I'm going to talk a little bit about a story um, that, oh, you know, I always have a story. And why does it always have to be a dating story? <sighs> yes, I got this long text not long before I got here, so we'll talk about that when I get back. 
Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. Welcome back, Carter. Uh, I had to say it. I always say that. Still don't even know why I say it, but I do. It's part of, I guess it's part of what I do. Um, so yeah, welcome back. So my story. I don't know why my stories tend to hover around dating. It's because I'm really not trying to date, but people just tend to be there. And so someone reached out to me on Facebook, started chit-chatting on Messenger, and um, exchanged numbers. Haven't met yet. Um, but not too long, maybe two or three days after we had been messaging, you know, he said, send me pictures. I sent him a couple pictures, you know, just me and everyday wear. Um, he was like, oh, we would look so cute together. We should have matching outfits. No. Why would you say that? That was literally my first thought. Why would you say, no, what, what? <sighs> and then he was like, oh, you know, I wish you was here so that I could lay my head in your lap. Why? I don't even know you. I don't even know if you smell good. You probably don't even, like, can we stop with the I want to, like, marry you and we haven't even met yet? This is not arranged marriages. We are not back in the day where they do that. And then, you know, we can, I entertained, which I'm learning to just, stop but I'm I just I, I'm nice and I'm my one friend she's like you're too nice yeah yeah a little bit I'm working on that you guys I'm working on that so um text a little bit and then uh you know this past few days have been really busy for me so I haven't responded <laughs> so you're gonna send me a paragraph text talking about how it's rude that you don't respond if I did anything wrong to you you should let me know first of all I don't owe you anything. We haven't met. I don't even know you. I don't, like, I don't know you, so why would I even, what? Oh, my God. Like, I cannot with these people. And I'm about to bring you on, Tangie, just real quick. What is your thought on that? Like, am I tripping? Is that, like, over no. the top? Like, yeah, what? that's a red flag. Definitely, yeah. Like, if you're doing this after me not texting you for a day and a half, uh, what's going to happen if we were to happen to be further and I'm having to, like, you don't even say, disappear. like, you don't even say, <laughs> I will disappear in a hot minute. No, he's going to make oh, me disappear. <laughs> make me disappear. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, what? Like, no, I have shit going on. You don't even say, oh, I hope everything's okay. You know, text me. Like, that's the normal text. Mm -hmm. Not this whole paragraph, like, I done just crushed your feelings. <sighs> anyway, so, yeah. That was that story. I just, I don't understand. This is why I'm going to be single forever. Because I attract these people that I just don't even know. Mm -mm -mm. <sighs> anyway, so yeah. So dating out here, I've, as I said before, is stupid. People done peed in the dating pool. <laughs> don't know what happened. I'm sure there's people out there. I will take that back. I actually did meet a nice guy recently. Um, so we'll just leave it at that. I said, I told him, I said, hopefully I don't have to talk about you on my show. <laughs> And I think I'm going to preface that to anybody that I meet. Like, hopefully I don't have to talk about you on my show because I will. <laughs> so anyway, um, I just had to, you know, always have to share something funny. Um, but this week has been good. Um, I'm really excited about things that are coming. Um, I got some really crazy news that I cannot share just yet. Um, today, someone reached out to me um, as wanting me to do something. And it's just. You know, when you put yourself in situations and in positions and in uncomfortable situations, things that you would never even do, I'm telling you, like, it's whatever is going to happen. Like, God and the universe, all they need to know is that you're going to say yes. Mm. And it's going to be a wrap. <laughs> 
stuff is going to come at you, be thrown at you, and it's just a matter of, you know, I always mess with Lamont, which he's the producer behind. He won't talk this today, which, I mean, I'm a little bothered by that, but <laughs> whatever. It's kind of weird him not jumping into my business. But, you know, he, oh, I was telling him the other day, like, you realize everything you've asked me to do, I'm like, yeah, okay. You want to have a radio show? Okay, sure. You want to be in a movie? Okay, sure. <laughs> like, I said, what else are you going to ask me to do? <laughs> like, I don't understand what's happening, and I would have never even been in this situation. Like, I just, <sighs> I don't know. It's just been such a roller coaster this year, and like I've always said, it's been so um, impactful this year, has been, I definitely need to write a book, which I want to write a book anyway, but I'd really want to write one um, about this year because I've met some dope-ass people, and we'll talk about that with my guests that's coming up, um, that would have not normally happened if I would not have put myself in situations and in arenas, um, and it's just it's just been an amazing ride. Um, so we're going to go to a commercial, and then we're going to go to another song, and when we come back, we are going to bring on Tangie, and I also want to say, say, are you knocking me out? Okay. I also want to I want to shout out my sponsor, which is going to be my company, my new one that I'm creating is Project Our Generation, um, where we're bridging the gaps between the generations. I'm really excited about that. There's going to be so much that's going to come from this um, that's going to be impactful to the community and everyone that's attached to me. I'm doing this for you guys. Um, so I'm very passionate and excited. I also have to give a shout out to the coffee shop that I absolutely love, Farm Free Life. Um, I have literally three meetings there tomorrow, back to back. I have one at one o'clock, one at two thirty, and one at four. And you're leaving when? <laughs> you stay there the whole time. No, I'm literally gonna have to stay there all day tomorrow. <laughs> like that's where I'll be. So anybody want to come and visit? I'll be there. <laughs> come check me out. All right. Well, we're about to go to commercial, and then we'll be back. Wednesdays at eight p.m. Our generation where we educate, inspire, and empower. Our generation, where there is always a story. Our generation, find me on speakonmedia.com. Yeah. 
Driving with Janae. If you ain't driving with Janae, you're driving the wrong way. Turn around. It starts with a text. You can be next. 317-331-4004. That's 317-331-4004. Him? Yeah, he made oh, that commercial. Wow. Hey, y'all, we back, we back, and he has me almost echoing, but not quite. <laughs> I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. So, all right, we are back, and the guest is here and live and in person. Tangi, welcome, my love, from Black Girl Hub. Hey, that rock. Oh, shit, I could be a. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got to, I'm doing the next one, y'all. See, that's what I'm talking about. Like, what in the hell? <sighs> anyway, welcome, my love. I don't know if I have a radio voice. Ooh, okay. Let me let me close my eyes. Okay, let me keep talking. Oh, yeah, you do. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do have a radio voice. Hi, everybody. It's me, Tangi. Tangi Seward. Um, I am the owner and creator of Black Girl Hug and Black Girl Business Accelerator. I have to talk directly into the mic, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Have a little practice with that. Um, <laughs> okay. So, um, what was I saying? Yes. I am the creator and owner of Black Girl Hug and, um, Black Girl Business Accelerator. I'm so excited to be on here with you, Melissa. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. Um, you're going to have to lead me because I'm usually the, the inter- leader. interviewer. <laughs> I leader. know, right? Like, Isn't that weird? Now I'm like stuck. I don't even know where to go. Where yeah. we start? Okay, go. All right. So just tell us a little bit about yourself, kind of where you're from. I know um, you're a military wife, um, so you travel a lot. So just a little background um, and then kind of lead into what made you create the Black Girl Hug. Okay, let's go. So, um, I'm originally from Brooklyn, Brooklyn in the house. <laughs> okay. And, uh, <laughs> and, um, this is actually my third state that I've lived in, um, in Indiana. So I've lived in Brooklyn, New York. I've lived in, well, actually I was born in Staten Island. Okay. Reverse. And then, um, I've lived in Virginia. Um, 
I am a military spouse. We ha- we have been in the military for 16 years now. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. Okay, everybody plays a part. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and um, actually, Black Girl Hug came from me being in the. It came from me being in the salon, so that's my background. Um, I, in my in my past life, I was a salon owner for five years, um, and I just realized that the bonds that I was creating with my clients and with my team that I was building. Um, that we were experiencing black girl hugs. Like that was the coin that, I mean, the term that I coined. And um, that was the way I would describe that experience with everybody that came through the salon. And um, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. He's playing okay. in the background. Okay. Keep going. And ignore, <laughs> ignore the little man in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's okay. This uh, trust me on my show. That's why I said it's never scripted because it cannot be because something's gonna happen. Anyway, carry on. So, um, so yeah, it came from the salon, and any woman that's been in a salon, you know that what you're experiencing with your your stylist, they are or I was um, like that other best friend, or if they didn't have a best friend, mm-hmm. you know, I was a therapist. Um, you know, we shared a lot of experiences, a lot of wins, a lot of losses. Um, you know, a lot of great times, hard times. I watched kids grow up, and it's crazy because I'm only 31, but I literally have seen kids now going to college, and I'm like crazy mm. from elementary school to college. Oh, you're just a baby, but right? That's okay. But it's just you know going yeah. through those life journeys with um, women, mm-hmm. and then um, so fast forward to me moving to Indiana and you know we're living what you would call remotely so I'm a military spouse right and we've never visited here we've never um been here for anything we don't we didn't know anybody here (coughs) originally and then the pandemic happened Mm. and so I found myself you know essentially isolated and feeling Mm -hmm. lonely and missing that experience um of connecting with other women um just people in general but especially other black women. And, um, you know, we've had some social changes Mm -hmm. and a lot of disruption and a lot of things happening um, in the community. And so I was kind of missing that and being a part of the conversation. And, um, yeah, I just kind of took the term that I coined and slapped it on a T-shirt, on some T-shirts, and put it out there, and then people were buying them. And I was like, oh, shit. Can I go? Yeah, cause oh, I was like, you oh want. shit. So <laughs> I yes, say that I because I can't cuss on his show, so I just be ripping I it up. Love this show. Yes. So yeah, it was really just—I mean, it was up from there. And at the time, I was actually, you know, I was running a separate business, and I decided to dissolve that and come back to this one. And it's just been amazing for me. And then Black Girl Business Accelerator has just been an extension of that because I'm an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And um, there are a lot of conversations and, you know, things that black women entrepreneurs go through. And I, you know, needed a space for that. And I wasn't finding it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I joined like 100 Facebook groups. And I know Mm -hmm. that's not every single one, but that's a lot. At one point, I was a part of 100 Facebook groups. Wow. (laughs) And I was like, they not talking about the stuff I want to talk about, you mm-hmm. know? Or oh, it's a lot of fluff. Or mm-hmm. it's a lot of mean girls. Or oh, it's a lot of, like, 
people just trying to sell you something, yeah. you know? And I didn't want that. I wanted to be able to give freely, love freely, be loved on. I wanted to control the traffic, mm-hmm. as my husband says. <laughs> be um, a, a flight of, of director. Yeah, I just kind of wanted to, like I say, I like to. I wanted to build a house that I didn't want to burn down later. Mm-hmm. So you could catch me on lives, you know. I go live in the group weekly. Um, I have guests that come on, um, experts. We had... Uh, Giovanna right on just Giovanna right with a W okay right way to go right tax. way to go Texas <laughs> shout out Giovanna okay and we had her on yesterday and um the community that I'm building I want to have I want to highlight women like that mm-hmm. that are experts in their industries and that can bring something to the table and can bring can help us circulate that black dollar um but with intention mm-hmm. you know not just doing it because you know, we because you want to do it or you feel like um, you're entitled to it. No, mm. you have to earn it. So I don't let everybody in the group, but you know, <laughs> submit your request in the Black Girl Business Accelerator, okay, <laughs> on Facebook. And she you know literally does I'm not a, let anybody in the group. I'm gonna look you up. I gotta make sure you come in with something. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, that's how that's how all of that gets started. I forget something. I love it. No, you're good. Okay. Um, and you have other shirts. So I love the sweatshirt that you have on today. Um, can <laughs> you please explain the the behind that? So um, and tell everybody what it says for so the listeners that can't I do see it. have um, two main collections. Um, the first one is just like the Black Girl. Hug. No, I have three. The Black Girl Hug Definition, um, which is one of my best sellers and that was an original tea um, and it kind of explains what black girl hug is which is not just a physical but emotional uh, mental embrace mm. um, and then the sh- other collection I have is a crown collection and that one is newer and again uh, remember I talked about me being a hairstylist mm-hmm. and being a salon owner so it kind of comes from that I was doing hair before there was like Instagram mm. and Facebook, I think was pretty new right. at that. Like I couldn't even get on cause I wasn't even in college. Wow. <laughs> so I was doing hair before all of that and I was doing natural hair at that. And that mm. was not a popular thing. No. And so I've always been like, um, in that arena and I'm seeing people starting to embrace their hair and all of that, but there's still conversations that even come from the black community um, so the shirt that I'm wearing is actually a sweat, uh, a hoodie, and it says "Stop Policing Black Women's Hair." And so that kind of came about because um, let's talk about Monique, the comedian, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm never one to throw shade at any of my sisters, my elders, nobody. But listen, she made a comment. It was this was a big thing. She made a comment about women she saw wearing bonnets out at the airplane, airports or whatever. And, you know, people are just in an uproar about what other people are doing with their hair and their bodies and just all of that. And I'm just kind of like, I've never been out and I saw another chick and I was like, mm, why she got that bonnet on? Like, why is it that deep? You know what I mean? Mm. And if you really feel like something is going on, then, you know, if you want to say something, but come lead with love, you know. Mm. Um, and, and I'm speaking for myself. I can't speak on what nobody else is doing. But for me as a hairstylist, and I know what these women were going through and what happened to me during the pandemic, I hurt my back and I couldn't comb my hair for mm. a few weeks. And mm. my hair was matted to my head. Wow. Okay. So people go through stuff. 
Mm. You know, you never know what somebody's going through. And when I say stop policing black women, see, I'm talking about in the workplace too. Mm-hmm. Just because my hair is blue or it's locked or it's long or it's short, whatever, doesn't mean I can't do my job or, you know, I'm not qualified or I'm not worthy. Mm-hmm. Um, Oprah told a st- tells a story about when she was, I'm going on a rant, but mm-hmm. this please, is this is why it's so deep for no, me. No, absolutely. You know? She talks about a time when um, she, early on in her career when she was a newscaster or a news reporter, and she would go out into the field, and she said, meaning she would go out and interview people after something happens, mm-hmm. or if a shooting happened, you interview, you know. Right. We'd be like, who found these people? Oprah was one of them people. Right. Okay. And so there was a, an older lady her house caught on fire and she was outside in her rollers Mm. in her hair. And Oprah said to the lady, (laughs) do you want me to take those out of your hair? Because she knew what was at stake that they would not take her seriously or she wouldn't get the empathy that she deserved because of how she was presented. And we all know it's true. We see people looking crazy, getting on the news and we'd be like, why they pick him (laughs) out of all the people why did they pick him? Why did they pick her? Mm-hmm. Like, y'all dead ass right now? Yeah. So she got fired for that. Wow. For saying that to that lady. Wow, I did not know that. She got fired for that. And um, it just makes me think about how deeply rooted this issue is with our hair. I have been bald. I've been blonde. I've been long. I've been short. I've been weaved up, wigged up. Mm-hmm. I done done it all. So now I'm locked up. Um, (laughs) but I noticed that this is still an issue and, you know, people don't want you to think that it is. We, you know, depend on who you following and what you see on social media or the news or, um, any media at that. It seems like they're trying to make it, um, um, I I don't know what I'm trying to say, but they're trying to make it seem like it's not still a deep issue Mm -hmm. and it is, you know? And so this for me wearing statement tees that says like stop policing um black women's hair that says mind your business is wash day <laughs> that I says love that one yes this is my real hair no you can't touch it mm-hmm. that's a whole nother conversation mm-hmm. um whether it's your real hair or not you know yeah. don't be going up and touching nobody hair yeah or touching anybody you don't know them mm-hmm. like don't do that it's not a petting zoo um and that's for all cultures mm-hmm. i don't care if i'm looking at another black woman like don't touch me we don't i don't know you yeah. you know what i'm saying back up don't touch my kid i've mm-hmm. had people do that wow um so it's just really about like starting conversations it's kind of like giving a voice to to women who may not have had a voice otherwise mm-hmm. because everybody's not like me or even I might get stuck. Melissa has had to fight for me on a day when I didn't have the energy to. I just didn't have yeah. it. It wasn't like, you know, I, nobody was going to die or nothing. Mm-mm. But I didn't have the energy. And sometimes I feel like when I wear these shirts, it's kind of like a big, you know, middle finger when I come in the room. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So if, if anybody in here was going to have something to say, here <laughs> you, you go. Yes. <laughs> if you had anything to say. And then if you say it, or like if I wear that shirt and it says, yes, um, yes, this is my real hair. No, you can't touch it. If you touch me. You get what you deserve. Right. right? So that's yeah. that's between you and God. It's above me now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I cannot be held responsible for what's I about to transpire be beyond this point. So I'm just, you know what I mean? So that's where I'm coming from with that. Um, and then I have daughters. So when I look at them, that's kind of mm-hmm. where these ideas come from, too. It's just like. I don't know. I'll just be in the lab. I got so many creations. Like, I love it. I, I love it. And I love that <laughs> I love that you're so young and you're passionate about something and you're willing to share it. You know, I find today and even generations above, before me, 
nobody wants to talk about certain things. They don't, they don't want to share stuff. They don't want to allow the collective to kind of, okay, well, what are you doing? How, like you, when you have your business, you know, the Black Girl Business Accelerator, like that is an exclusive group. Yeah. And when I tell you it's exclusive, <laughs> it is. And that's, <laughs> she won't even let me in. But that's okay. I respect that because I know what you're trying to do. You know, I'm not black. So you want to create a culture. I'm peach, by the way. But we'll, we'll, yeah, I had to throw you that peach. out there. Because yeah, I'm not white, you know I'm but saying? you're brown. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, but I respect Super what peach. you're right. I respect what you're trying to create. And you need to have that. And you need and people need to respect. It's not um, trying to segregate. It's just there are certain things that happen in that culture that needs to be talked about in um, in a safe place. Exactly. And and knowing that the other person knows exactly what you're going through, not I think, I hope they know, mm -hmm. but being able to create create that space. So I commend you for that. It's amazing yeah. you do. I love what you do. You. Um, so just a little bit about the, so you said the Black Accelerator course kind of stemmed from the Black Girl Hug. Yeah. So how long have you been doing the Accelerator course? So the Accelerator um, has been four months. I've been doing it for four months. I just... I had I've had this idea um, because I'm a business coach. Um, I specialize in helping like overwhelmed entrepreneurs feel more in control. Um, because I mean I've been there. Mm -hmm. Like it's so I could tell y'all the wildest entrepreneur stories, but I might have a podcast soon because somebody offered me that today. So yes. I might be so I might have to say that one for later. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You gotta see. You gotta see. But I have done some wild shit. As an entrepreneur, like I didn't got an HIV test on the street to bring awareness to my business, like live. Like I could have found out I had some shit going on. Wow. And yeah, I done did some things. Um, <laughs> wow. Like, you know, entrepreneurship is a wild ride. And then you want to mm -hmm. throw in being a mom. You want to throw in being a military spouse. You want to throw in like almost year-long deployments. Mm -hmm. You want to throw in moving across the country. You want to throw in being a black woman. Like... Mm -hmm medical apartheid and then dealing with TRICARE and they bullshit. And then, you know, it's a lot. Mm -hmm. And, you know, not knowing about grant money or credit or it's so many things that I had to learn the hard way. And mm -hmm. there's so many of us out there with similar stories. And it's so many of us that don't want to ask mm -hmm. or they don't know what to ask. That part. And that's where I came from. And I realized that um, I do research too. I research a lot. I'm always a student. And I've learned that there's actually a lot of people who can't afford a coach. Like, they can't afford that. If they mm -hmm. just starting their business, they hitting the ground running, they can't afford that. So how am I going to really give people a leg up if I'm not willing to give? Right. If I'm not willing to give and be that person that I wish I had. And I'm not saying, like, be in there just – all day long, you know, I, mm -hmm. I schedule time and I respect my myself and my peace. But at the same time, when I'm on that live, I'm giving everything. Yeah. I leave it all on the floor, just like any other entertainer, just like any. And I have gained um, students from doing this. And I'm now expanding that network to give other people opportunities. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of these women, it starts with building their confidence. It's not just about the money. For me, um, it's not just about marketing, right. branding, mm -hmm. um, like I said, building credit mm -hmm. and all of that. 
it really could just be a confidence thing. It could be a, oh, she doing it. I could do it too. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's showing up. I show up on my in my robe. I just told Melissa this. I be going live <laughs> in my robe some days because that's the best way that I can show yeah. up. And I love that because we and we've had this conversation, you know, people see the end result mm-hmm. or they see you in your your I won't say your glory, but you know, but they don't see those moments when I'm shutting down because I'm tired. I don't want to do this anymore. I've gone weeks without making any money. Um, I, I have a sick kid that I don't know and I got to take care of, but I have to do this too. And I, ha- you know, like it, you're pulled in so many different directions and mm-hmm. you do want to give up sometimes. Mm-hmm. So knowing that there's other people out there that feel that way and that are willing to talk about mm-hmm. it and say, okay, look, this is what helped me. You know, just like we have, we're building us a little network, you know, me, you, Brianna, and Giovanni, like, and there's times if someone puts in the group chat, hey, I'm struggling. All right, well, we got to do. Yeah. You know, we yeah. need, everyone needs to have those core people. And I think it's important to teach that because not a lot of people know how to even do that. Right, right. And um, I want to piggyback on that is two things. Um, the first one, actually, I've, I've been talking about seasonal depression, mm-hmm. being a mom and being an entrepreneur. And this is the first year that I've had a name for that. So Mm. I think I may have experienced it before, but this is the first time I've had a name for it because we're talking about shit now. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's important. Mm. No, for (laughs) real. And so with that, I want to say that um, I had a lot of people have aha moments yesterday. I was on live for an hour. Mm -hmm. And you got to have a friend group for every part of you. Mm. Yes. You got to have a friend group. I got about nine different friend groups. Mm-hmm. I got my homegirls from, you know, elementary school. Mm-hmm. I got my high school friends. That's a different, whole different era of me. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, I got my husband. You know, I got him. But then, you know, I have my sisters. I have my military uh, spouse friends now. Mm-hmm. I have my military spouse entrepreneur friends. That's mm-hmm. a whole nother part of me. Mm-hmm. I got my entrepreneur friends, but my homegirls, but my, my networking friends, too, mm-hmm. You know, your content people, mm-hmm. you got your your friends that, um, you know, you might be the one that they lean on, too, because mm-hmm. some of us like to be needed. I'm one of those people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so absolutely. you got to feed. You got to have your mom friends. You know, you got to have those different parts of you. And then the friends to where you ain't bringing your kids, you ain't bringing your job, your career, mm-hmm. the friends that you could just get loose with yes, or whatever, you know, yeah, and no, just absolutely. be. And, um and now that weekend I had mentioned to you this weekend past, nobody really talked about their business. Yeah. It was like completely off the table and that felt amazing. I have never ever been in a room with other people where I wasn't in my networking mode. Mm-hmm. And if was I was like, Wow, I literally was a person this weekend. Like it it felt great and it made me realize I've got to do this more often because you need those re I literally did a reset. Mm. And it was beautiful. That's how I feel when I'm in New York and with my best friend. It's like, it's literally, literally for me, it's like the whole rest of the world just falls away. Mm -hmm. It's just me and her. Like, I don't see nothing else, don't hear nothing else. I mean, her mama, because she loud as hell. (laughs) But, um... But yes, like, that's that's my one person that is like that. Mm -hmm. Um... And uh, my niece, it can be like that, too. We only a few years apart. Yeah, but, but it's important to have that. And I didn't realize that I've been missing that. Like, it's just go, 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 go. And us as entrepreneurs, that's what we do. It's not we're chasing the money. We're just, there's so many components. It's there's purpose. so many moving parts. Mm-hmm. And purpose. You have a purpose, and you want to accomplish mm-hmm. this. And you kind of are against the clock. I mean, unfortunately, we all have 
I personally don't have an expiration date. <laughs> I've said that I will not be dying, and I don't. I've oh, always okay. said that. Literally, I have. I don't even know why, but I'm just not. It's not happening. Okay. Um, because I got shit to do, and that's my behind it. I've got shit to do, and gotcha. so. But I can get so caught up in that, mm-hmm. and I can forget about the taking the moments to slow down mm-hmm. and just enjoy that that time with people. Um, and so I'm going to going forward purposely just really be more intentional about taking those times. And like you mentioned, you know, like sometimes you want to be able to just FaceTime or say, "Hey, I'm on my way." Yeah. And I don't want to talk about damn content, and I don't want to, you know, I just want to just just be be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why, like, you were talking about showing the lows or when you're going through stuff, and that's the stuff that's it's not pretty. That's mm-hmm. the stuff that's not sexy about being an entrepreneur or just being, just being, because now everybody is on social media, mm-hmm. and they're seeing all this perfect patty shit, and it's <laughs> like, that shit is not real. So even in my group, like, I'm going to say, I, I talked about confidence, so that was the second thing I wanted to touch on, mm-hmm. is that, you know, I show up in my robe, but there have been times, like, my daughter will come pop in. Mm-hmm. I don't kick her out. I'm like, what's up? What you need? Yeah. Because, well, first of all, these are not paid sessions. Right. Um. <laughs> second of all, you know, it's for them to see, like, the realness of being on live and mm-hmm. how you can engage and how you can just be you. And it's about building, like I said, building that confidence. So these women, right, I've been doing this for four months. So now the uh, – the testimonials and the reviews and mm. the, everything is starting to roll in, right? It was doing they was doing this last month. Yeah. But what I noticed, right, this is my takeaway from the group. I've noticed that it's easier for us, and I knew this before, but seeing them do it for me, they champion for me. Mm. But they not even promoting their own shit. Wow. I'm like, how you made one of my um one of the one of my sisters in the group, right? Because I don't call them like students for real, nothing like that. But one of my sisters in the group, she made a whole reel for me. She wore my shirt. She strutting in the shirt, slow motion. She didn't added music to it. Wow. She didn't took a picture. She on a bench in a park. Wow. You know, got her hair flowing. Yeah. Why you ain't doing that for you? Mm. What the? F- I mean, most people be like, "Oh, thank you, boo, thank you, I need that, appreciate mm-hmm. that." Slap it on the reel and promote it, right? Yeah. I'm looking at her like I want to smack her. <laughs> <laughs> Why you ain't doing this for you? I want to shake her. And, and you saying that, and you probably will agree. Sometimes it's easier for do it to do to do it for other people than to do it for ourselves. It is, but that's what I'm trying to show them. Right. So every time one of them do that. Which has been a lot of them. And I'm like, oh, you could do that? So now I know you could do it. Just like if you got kids, you know, when they show you they know how to do something. Oh, it's a wrap. Now you got to do it. Yeah, so I don't now take you nothing gotta do less. It. Now yep. you got to do it all the time. Now I don't want to hear nothing. Mm-hmm. Now don't try to say what you can, can't do. Nah, because you did it. Yeah. So now get it done. Mm-hmm. And that's the part that I really enjoy is once they, they show it, I'm starting to see the growth. Nice. And that I'm not crazy because people were like, you crazy. You're doing a free group. You ain't charging them. You're mm-hmm. going live. You're giving this. And I be... Man, I'll be going in. I'll mm-hmm. be giving everything. And de- that's the reason why I feel like you you ca- you have not lived if you can't, if you have not given somebody something that they can never repay you for. Mm-hmm. There's no amount of money you can give somebody for helping them to build their confidence mm-hmm. and for them to see themselves the way that you see them. Absolutely. Ain't nothing. They, they can't give me nothing for no. that. And that's a that's a <laughs> lifetime. You'll always have to hold that. No one can ever take that away from you. Either. Nobody. Yeah. And it's it's such an amazing thing, yo. You got chicks that wasn't 
posting their stuff. They wasn't making no sales. They wasn't getting no type of views, nothing. Mm-hmm. They on there. They got thousands of views nice. now. They more consistent. They getting more sales. They understand their business better. They structuring it better. Nice. You know, they more open. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, it's like, wow. I love it. I love it. Well, <laughs> we are about to go to a song, and then we're going to come back, and I don't even know what time it is. We've been talking and talking, so uh, we'll go to a song, and we'll be right back. That's what I do. That's what I do.
Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back. Welcome back. Okay, welcome back. I was gonna say ladies, but most of my listeners are men. Welcome back, fellas. <laughs> I should say it like welcome back, fellas. <laughs> I always gotta whisper at some point. I haven't whispered in a while. <laughs> That's why you getting on them. I be having. <laughs> That's why. You I be whispering. I literally be doing <laughs> random stuff. I tell people to listen to my show because you don't know what. I don't even know from week to week what I'm about to do. Um, but we are about to wrap up. I have enjoyed you so much. Um, where can the people find you on social media? Black Girl Hug. Everything is Black Girl Hug um, on Instagram, Facebook, and now. Oh, Black Girl Hug. Everything. Um, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and um, I've been posting some YouTube shorts, so YouTube as well. Um, and then my website is blackgirlhug.com. Okay. Very simple, yep. And um, your Black Girl Hug on Facebook and Instagram? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, kept everything simple. When I came up with this, I was like, let me hold everything down. Absolutely. Took it all. <laughs> and if you can give two tips. To business owners, entrepreneurs, what would they be? Oh man. Um, two tips. I would say the first one is stay in your lane. Mm. Stay in your lane. Keep it simple, but make it significant. Okay? Love it. Love it. Um, the second tip, that's tricky, it's so many. You should make that a shirt. Stay in your lane and make it significant. Mm. The second tip would be don't focus on the shiny stuff. Get your business structure right first. Don't mm. focus on no damn logo, no websites, none of that. If you do do a website, focus on the, the mobile version. Fuck the desktop right now. Like, <laughs> you know, Real and top. it don't need to be perfect. It, it just need to be what it need to be, all right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, don't focus on the shiny stuff. Don't get wrapped up by that. I love that. And yeah. I uh, I notice that a lot of people, they get caught up in that. So they're trying to do – they get caught up in their passion and their purpose, and they're just go, 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 and then they're like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. I didn't form this correctly, so now I have to go back. I have to fix stuff. I have to change things, which could cost you more money, which is kind of why I got connected with the service that I connected with Um to help entrepreneurs have that legal access, to be able to ask those questions and be able to get things trademarked. Mm-hmm. Things I've known too many people that have gotten stuff stolen from them because they put it out there too soon before they had the paperwork going. Mm. You know, so it's it's real. It happens all the time. And now that we have this influx of entrepreneurs and small businesses, it's more important even now to get protected. I just heard the IRS has hired tens of thousands of people to do audits Ooh. on small businesses. Why is that? From PPP loans. And there's <laughs> been an influx in small businesses. And the government's like, oh, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I want a piece of that because they probably don't know what the hell they're doing. Mm-hmm. Because it was a hobby. Now they're trying to put into a business. So now I'm about to take advantage of them. Mm-hmm. That's where I come in or where this service comes in that says, no, no. We have you covered. You can be protected. You can have an attorney, a tax attorney, that if you get audited, you don't have to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what to say, what not to say. You know what to send and what not to send because that's the key right there. Mm-hmm. We get scared and we just start saying, I'll give them all. No, no, you don't want to give them everything. There are certain things and certain ways you should do it, but you need to be able to have that that call, be able to make that phone call. So. Mm-hmm. 
thank you again for coming on. And there's gonna we're gonna be doing a lot more together in the future. We're gonna be partnering on some things, and I'm really excited about what's to happen. And I appreciate all my listeners and you guys tuning in. I've been doing this since May, and it has absolutely been amazing. I enjoy it. Um, it's something I look forward to every week. Um, so. Just stay tuned because there's going to be a lot of different things that are going to happen. Um, I had a meeting with a lady today that is 34 and you're 31. And it's just, I told her today that I am starting to attract people younger than me. That's for a reason. And I already know what it is. It's what you want. That's why. (laughs) And it's something that I had envisioned four years ago. (laughs) And now it's being played out. So I say that to say when we vision something that we want, and it doesn't happen immediately, it doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. We're talking about four years later, and now things are starting to play out and show me in real time what it's supposed to look like. Mm -hmm. So it's just been beautiful, um, the networking and the women that I've met. um, Yeah, just stay tuned because there's going to be some big things that are going to come. So make sure you check me out on uh, Facebook, Melissa Shaw. Follow me. And then also on Instagram, Our Generation 19. And I'm also on Spotify, um, which I will post the link on my website. Actually, I'll be having a website. Because according to Tangie, I need to have that and some other things. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) that's another good thing about having your circle because they help you be accountable and say, hey, you got to get your shit together. (laughs) Because we don't always have our shit together. So, so yeah. So I've enjoyed you guys tonight. And make sure you tune in. Um, and I will talk with y'all next week because my guest next week is also going to be amazing. Um, she is handles, um, she has hair care, but there's a specific product that she has hair care and that she has infused it with. And I will not say what it is, but it's an amazing product. So make okay. sure you guys stay tuned. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye. All right. Wow. Let's turn this off now. Okay. Uh, Is the mic off? jump off here because I'm about to go live on the radio so make sure you jump over to the radio and I will talk to y'all later hello 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 am I I feel like I'm echoing but I'm not it feels it feels it sounds so airy in here (laughs) (laughs) welcome welcome to our generation with Melissa Shaw where we educate empower and inspire Oh, she thinks he's cute. <laughs> Are we done? Thank you for that clap. I needed that. <laughs> um, so, yes. Yeah, so, welcome to Wednesday night, our generation where we educate, empower, and inspire. And I just wanted to mention um, how thankful I am for this opportunity. I'm going on, 
in May, it'll be a year that I've been doing this. And I thought about that this week. It was like a whole year that I've actually been on the radio. And I never in my life would have thought that this is something that I would have done. Um, but again, and I keep saying it, it has propelled me into certain areas that I probably would not have had the opportunity um, to go into if it wasn't for this opportunity. So I say that to say that sometimes opportunities that we may not even um, think is for us or we may, not, we may think that we are not um, capable of it or just all of those thoughts that we have when we think of something I am proof that it doesn't matter. Like, this was not on my vision board. This was like, when he literally asked me, my first thought was, hell no. Like, yeah, I'm not doing this. And if I would have stuck with that, I would not have had met so many amazing people. Um, and I was, I had last week on my show, I had mentioned that I um, had an opportunity to meet with a company that I had to sign an NDA on. And so I, I did that, and we had a meeting today um, and so I am excited to announce that I have partnered with ADP. Um, they have um, a program, a pilot program that they have um, created for um, small businesses, but it's women and minority small businesses. So they are uh, helping those ones to be able to get started um, without the cost that would normally be because of partnering with me. So I'm super, super excited about that. So more, you're going to see more of that come down the pipeline. Um, they're going to come up with some marketing materials, and I'm going to bring them on my show. Because a lot of times we think of um, payroll as business owners that single owners don't really need to have a payroll service. But in conversation with them, it's almost something that you need to do. Because instead of paying self-employment tax, there's other taxes that you will be paying that will be less. So it's important to be able to have those conversations, um, even with a CPA. So probably in April, I'm gonna do a panel discussion. I'm gonna have someone from ADP, I'm gonna have a CPA, and somebody from taxes um, on my show, and we're gonna talk about that. And I'm excited to say that, um, you know, working with my brother and his trucking company, um, this is something that we're gonna do. Um, because, you know, when you're an owner-operator or just even an owner of a business, you don't think about your retirement. You don't think about what you're going to save for because you're all about the business. And so it's important to think of those things. And so being on a, having a payroll service allows you to have that already in there. Because if, you know, we think of it like if we're to save for ourselves, most of the time we're the last ones that we save for. And so if you have a system already put in place that does that for you, um, it's important to do. So I'm excited about what that um, is going to bring. Not sure what it all looks like, but this is just a preview of what is to come. Um, and I'm excited to share this with you guys. You know, like I have mentioned before, um, my I'm a small business advocate. So I want to be able to present and have resources that can help small businesses in every avenue of their business whether it's from legal services, and now I'm going to be adding on the payroll services. I already have people on my team that does um, uh, taxes, and so I'm, I, I feel like I need to have a network of people. So if you, I don't have a CPA as of yet, so if you're a CPA or you know of a CPA, um, please let them 
you know, give them my information and have them reach out to me um, because I really want to create this funnel of people to service small businesses, minorities, and especially the younger generation um, because that just goes hand in hand with what I'm wanting to do is bridging the gap, not necessarily, not only on the emotional and spiritual side of it, but also on the business side of it too. Um, so yeah, so I, you know, so I had a meeting with some people yesterday, Addictively Toxic. Um, they're going to be having their show on Friday nights at 9 or 8. 8 p.m. So make sure you guys um, check them out. But as we was talking, they was like, so, you know, we're nervous. What do you do? And I was like, you know, there's times when I'm starting my show as I did today. And I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't do my affirmations. So the, the beauty about your show is it doesn't matter. You can go back. You can do whatever you want. Like it. This is your world. And you just run it the way you want to run it. Um, and I literally do that. Um, so they was like, okay, good. Because we was nervous. We felt we had to be. I'm like, no, just be yourself. You might forget something, but nobody's going to know. Only you. Um, so, yeah. So I um, am going to do my affirmation. When we get back, we are going to go to a song. I don't know what song because I don't, I don't give him my list because I love that he picks the songs. But he loves, he would love it if I gave him a list. <laughs> but I like the element of surprise. <laughs> yeah, surprise, y'all. We're not no pink panty songs, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Yes, yes, yes. So we will be back.
Hello, hello, I am back. I am back. As I'm writing my affirmation, I realize that I wrote the wrong one. Um, so yeah, so I'm going to give you two. So my first one that I noticed that I like this is I give myself permission to do what is right for me. Um, and I was drawn to that one because a lot of times I don't think we give ourselves permission um, to enjoy the moments that we have. Um, because of maybe trauma or things that have gone on in our life, we have not been able to really bask in um, the moments. Um, and so the one that I was actually writing is, I am confident in my ability, and then it has you fill in the blank. So I would like for you, you know, when I, so when I stop talking, it like gets like really quiet. I'm like, did it shut off? <laughs> <laughs> Like, what's happening? Sorry. That's the third time it happened. I just yeah, had to it, say something about it. Did it. Patrice like this. Yeah, uh, that, yeah, that's some serious quietness. I don't know if I, I don't know how I feel about that. But anyway, so uh, I am confident in my ability. And I would like for you guys to write this down. Um, and fill in the blank. You know, what ability are you confident in? Um, so mine is going to be, I am confident in my ability to use my voice. Um, because... I don't do that very often, and I'm learning that. Um, I'm a better than what I was, but it's important for me um, to use that voice. Like, I was with some friends uh, over the weekend, and she was talking about some things, and she was like, you have more of the power than you think you do, so you need to, to, to speak up. And growing up, you know, not being able to have that voice um, kind of, stunted it and so now me being 45 it's almost like I'm relearning it of having my voice so I'm confident and I have the ability to speak up because there are things I do speak up about um but when it comes to certain things I don't and so that's something that I need to recognize and I need to you know work better on um one of the things that uh in the um the book club that I'm part of um is they made a comment about boundaries. Boundaries protects people from you resenting them. And I'm going to repeat that. Boundaries protects people from you resenting them. So when you think about that, if we don't set boundaries and someone does something that bothers us and we haven't set a boundary, what happens? we can start resenting them or start having some type of feeling towards them. But it happens because we didn't set a boundary, so it comes back to us. So we want to protect them from us not from us resenting them because we chose not to set a boundary. And I'm really bad about setting boundaries, especially when it comes to my daughter. Because um, I don't know, has anyone ever been taught to set boundaries? I can't, I don't even remember us having that conversation when I was, I don't think we... Yeah, I don't think we did that. Even in school, they don't talk about stuff like that. Um, so setting boundaries is something that you usually learn about when you're an adult. Um, and usually that happens because of an incident or because of um, maybe going to therapy. Because I know therapy, they talk about setting boundaries. Um, and people probably could go through life and have never set a boundary. I mean, a boundary doesn't have to be harsh or critical or it could just be, you know, I'm... For me, I can't take certain things emotionally. And so I need to know where that cutoff is. And I need to know that, okay, you know what? I'm going to be here for you, but emotionally at this moment, I can't. And I need to be okay with that. I need to voice that and express that. And so back to with my daughter, 
setting boundaries is huge. I really have to work on that with her. Um, and I even need to have a conversation with her about it because um, one of the things they had us do is share time when you violated um, one of the KRAs. And KRAs, I don't remember. I should have wrote it down, but I can't remember. But I will get that and put that um, out there. Um, but some one of them was compassion, um, empathy, um, just those when have we violated and one of them was boundaries and I feel like I violated that with my daughter and I to say that you resent your own child is kind of hard to even verbalize but there have been times when I felt like I have developed a resentment but it's because I didn't set a boundary and I allowed her to to continue doing something and not sticking with it it's just like saying no you can't do that well no is a complete sentence and you have to teach people that that is because most people don't like, no, I want to know why I want to know why I want to know why. No, I don't have to explain to you why. And you need to respect that. Um, and we don't teach that to our kids. And I know for me, I didn't teach that to my daughter. Like growing up, she asked why I explained. I always explained myself or explained the situation to her because that's just how her mind went. Um, but I feel like now that I'm looking back, I should have set boundaries because when she's going out in the world, she's going to come across people that are going to set those boundaries and she's not going to know how to handle it. And so that's just something, you know, that I wanted to share. Um, it, you know, it's not always easy to share those things, but it also can be powerful and impactful because there probably is someone out there that maybe have felt that way that have felt that I resented someone. And how can I say that I resent my mother or I resent my own child? But it's not in a way that you think it is. It's in a way of because you didn't set a boundary. So because I didn't know how to tell you no or I didn't know how to say, okay, I don't want to do this or you can't do this because it affects me, um, then what are you doing? <laughs> you know, you know that I cannot be distracted. I am so sorry. No, I turned her all the way off. <laughs> turn her off. Uh -huh. Did you turn me off? No. Oh, okay. I said I threw you off. Yes, you did. Sorry. Yeah, but anyway, so. I was going down a rabbit hole, I felt like. So that's okay. <laughs> <Are> you okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just wanted to share those, you know. So my thing for the next week is I want to have that conversation with my daughter and, you know, talk to her about boundaries and even apologize to her because I know there was a conversation that me and her had, and she said, sometimes, Mom, I don't think you like me. And I was like, wow, that hurt. But in certain moments, because I didn't set a boundary, I probably expressed it, but not realizing that. And so now that's something that, because I always taught her to, to obviously, I mean, she felt comfortable enough to tell me that. Because um, I would have never told that to my mother because I would have been afraid that I would have been smacked. Like, you don't talk to your mom like that. But I wanted her to be able to have that ability to express herself. So I appreciate that she did express herself. Um, but then it's a hard pill to swallow. And it, it makes you kind of take a look at yourself like, okay, so I really need to take a look at how I'm responding or how I'm reacting. And then having this lesson about boundaries, it just kind of went full circle. And it's like, okay, I see... There, there's something here that I need to address. Um, so don't be afraid to share things with people and don't be afraid to take a step back and say, okay, there's something here that I'm either doing or not doing that I need to correct. Um, 
So I just wanted to share that with you guys. And we're going to go to another song. And then when we come back, I'm going to bring on my guest. Um, so excited. She has a business called Moistures by Mommy. Um, and she actually gave me some stuff for my birthday. And it was amazing. Body scrub. Like, I just love it. So when we get, come back, we will talk to her. The secret is I always stay nervous. No. Okay. You stay nervous all the time? No, oh, you time. don't. Yes, I do. I don't believe you. Yes, I do. Why are you nervous? Because uh, I always talk like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is true. I was like, oh, yeah, all we got to do. 
Um, then I got to do it. <laughs> right, right. Wait, wait, I got to do that. Okay, so I'm trying to make sure that I have my video on so I can record us. Okay, keep yep. Don't can't do it like that. Yeah, yeah just like that. Perfect, perfect. All right. Well, welcome. Hi. How are you? I'm good. So, yeah, that stuff I got from you for my birthday was amazing. Okay. Thank you. Yes, thank yes. You. you know, I love lavender, and so you hooked it up. Oh, thanks. My skin was super soft. Thanks. That was so special for you. I love it. Yes. Thank you, thank you. So, can you tell the listeners, um, my OG listeners, that's what I call them because of our generation, mm-hmm. um, can you tell them about yourself, your name, and okay. where you're from? Uh, my name is Anya Brown Petty. I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana, and I um, started a um all natural body care business um called moistures by mommy um what what made you start it oh lord i love telling the story i know so first Uh, off hold on let's okay we met at a networking event mm -hmm. what networking event was that um i want to say it was the um a Christmas pop-up shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was a Christmas pop-up shop. And that was, like, my first pop-up shop I had done in a long time. Yes. So, like, I was just like, oh, my God. Yes, and then I, so she was the owner, or the one that was running it, she um, brought me by to introduce me to you. And then um, I was going to somewhere else, and then she came back, and she was like, can you come back around here? Because she's crying. And I was like, <laughs> What? What? Yeah, I was crying, but we know yeah. I was crying now. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, uh, go ahead and finish, you know, what made you want to get started with this. Okay, so, um, basically around COVID, um, I got pregnant. I've, four years, I'm married, and my husband's name is Trello. This, he does music, Trello Too Petty. Look him up, yeah, you know. Good. Shout, Shout out, out to my man. Um, so, um, um, I have four children, um, um, Elijah, Ariel, Bonnie, and China, and I was pregnant with China. China was a COVID baby, mm-hmm. so um, during COVID. Um, so when you say it was a COVID baby, what does that mean? Like I got pregnant, like pandemic baby. Because y'all was in the house and it had no yes, to do. everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, we that that's yeah, that, cause she snuck up. Oh, she yeah. snuck, that was the one she snuck up when I was about four months when I found out. Wow. Yeah. So that was a little bit yep. shocking. But um she was a pretty difficult pregnancy. All my other pregnancies were pretty like straightforward. Um she ended up having um she wasn't breathing when she came into the world, um, in June eighth, twenty twenty. Um, and it was she had to stay in the NICU for like two weeks. And um being that COVID and the pandemic was still going on. There was nobody could come but my husband, mm-hmm. and my kids couldn't come. Mm-hmm. So I went into like a like a deep like depression and yeah, everything. Absolutely. Like I couldn't see my babies. I couldn't touch or hold my newborn baby. Wow. And I like was in a I was in a room for like a week with no windows, and I was just oh it was terrible, wow. terrible. Wow. But um basically when I got her home. She started having issues with her skin, and I had never like experienced that. And um, at that moment, I'm going through depression, and I have like all these other kids that I have to take care of, right. and a new baby. That I'm like, uh, like, oh my god, what is like, what's going on? What am I doing wrong? Like, you know, yeah. questioning yourself as a mother, just mm-hmm. because so it could be something so little, but you know, I was questioning myself really because of the postpartum and right. everything. But <clears throat> so basically she started having these rashes just from like laying on her blankets, laying on a couch, um, anything. So 
I actually, uh, I had called my mother-in-law and I was just like, um, I don't know what to do. She's breaking out for everything. She was like, girl, if you don't put her in the oatmeal bath. Mm. And I was like, hold on, wait a minute. What you mean? What I got? She was like, just go and get some crushed up oatmeal. They got it at the dollar store mm -hmm. and put it in the, um, put that baby in the sink and let her soak. And I did it. And it was gone in a day. Wow. Kid you not, I woke up the next morning, my baby's skin was clear. So it um it kind of like drove me probably for like, I want to say it was like three weeks. Three weeks. I went hard on like skincare. Mm -hmm. Like what in the world are we putting in our skin, on our skin that is, you know what I mean? Like can go on everybody so everybody can have product. Like, I was just shocked. When I tell you I couldn't believe it was something as simple as that, right. something that I know most people, know, who, who's really allergic to oatmeal and water? Nobody. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To clear something up, like, and it's a newborn. So you're already prone to, like, everything that she was laying on, you was already getting a rash from something so simple mm -hmm. to get something, you know what I mean? So basically, like I said, I went down and just... I really just went so hard on research and I came up with like two or three products, worked them out around my family and yeah. stuff like that. And, and I just like started seeing, like, it was like, I started off with probably like four ingredients, mm. kid you not, four ingredients and changing people's lifestyles. Like people call me and are like, I can't use anything else. Wow. I absolutely can't use anything else because I'm too sensitive. Like, um, I just got, um, I'm starting to get more orders for children now mm -hmm. because, um, like a lot of people didn't know that my, my business is not just towards moms. Like my business is more, it's, it's expanding from skincare to, um, more of a self-care, mm -hmm. self-preservation, get you, get, make sure that you're together, but it's for everybody in the household. Right. So it's not just for the mom, it's for who you take care of in the household, including your husband, mm -hmm. including your man, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, like, it's good for eczema. Like, I have, um, my cousin just bought for me, she's like, at, called me at her wit's end. She's like, she's tried everything, every doctor, every this, every that. I'm like, okay, come on. You know, she put an order in and you know what I mean? And now she's like, you know, showing, like she's going to show the progress. You know, you're right. going to see the progress. Yeah. And I tell everybody, when you buy from me, when you make sure you buy from me, track the progress for yourself mm -hmm. because you're going to want to, you're going to want to send it to me and be like, look at what you did. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And that's really, that was really how I started it. Just my kids, my yeah. babies, and everything about my babies. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Most businesses start because we see a need and mm -hmm. we feel it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's like, it's, it's just a whole bunch of, you know, Bath and Body Works and who wants to be the, you know, the Victoria's Secret smelling. Like, it's nice, but honey... I know when you go home, you got issues. Yeah. I know you got problems when you go home because you're dry and you know what I mean. And now you got flaky skin and your everything peeling off and mm -hmm. it, it's 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 cute, you yeah. know, on the outside, but yeah. it's really not. You're not. Well, why would you put things on your body that you can't put in your body? Mm -hmm. Your skin is the largest organ of your whole body. Mm -hmm. Why would you? You know, if there's not nothing that you would put in you because you feel like it's bad, why would you put it on you? Right. Yeah, but we're not taught that. No, we're not taught that. Yeah. And that's that's another thing, like, 
it's all about education. Like I just chose to educate myself, and now that I've educated myself, I'm going to educate everybody else because it doesn't have to be it, you know, for the next generation. Or I mean, it's this is just my kids. My kids want to moisturize now. Mm-hmm. My two, my two year old. <laughs> My two-year-old knows where to get it. She nice. knows where to go, and yeah. she's going to get glazed up. Yep. My three-year-old, she's going to make sure everybody's glazed up. Yep. Yeah. That's cute. We don't do so Vaseline what, no more. Uh, <laughs> what products do you have? Oh, Lord. I have expanded my line. Um, I started off with um, some scrubs. So I have body scrubs. I have body butters. I have body um, whips. I have bath salts. I have bath teas which are pretty much like my own little creation because it's not it's more of like um an all-in-one type of thing you got the epsom salts and you know the oatmeal for hydration and to be moisturized and things like that and then i also add um dried flowers like you had the lavender one i do lavender um rose um i have um i have a black um black tea that is actually um it has a herb in it called partiarco and it um it fights fungus and bacteria and um a lot of women have that issue when like i said are sensitive and can't use a lot of things Mm -hmm. and my bath teas are meant for that you can use it in the bath you can use it in a a foot bath i also sell smaller ones for a foot bath because it fights the fungus in your in your feet like you know i mean it's a lot i don't has to be a purpose mm-hmm. it's i do have a lot of like you know it's it's nice for this that, and the other but everything on my line has a purpose nice so yeah those are the main things that i'm selling right now i want to expand more i want to do candles soon yeah. but um right now i'm also um right now i just dropped my um basket sale Yes, you did. I so, yeah, I dropped my basket sale to, for Valentine's Day um, in the Indianapolis area. I do um, <clears throat> add-ons. So, if you want cards, um, bouquets of roses to go with it, I also do couples baskets. And those are, you know, a little Valentine's Day right. specials for everybody, you know. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, just, you know, what's happening to that? All of the baskets start at $50. Mm-hmm. And everything in the ba- basket is well worth it. Well, get, you getting your you getting yes. your money oh, worth. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> Where can everybody work. find you at? Oh, I'm on Instagram and I'm on Facebook at Moistures by Mommy. All one word. And yeah, you can place your orders there until my website is up. It's almost time. It's is almost it? Like, yes. You working on that? Like, yes. Yes, yeah. I am. So right. yep. Well, well, we're gonna go to a song, and when we come back, um, I just you know a lot of people are trying to start businesses. So just if you can give a word of advice or some things when we come back. Okay. All right, we'll be right back. Gravity's holding me back. I want you to hold up the palm of your hand. Now, they shows are getting really good, so that's why I'm like, I gotta start doing more on my Everything show. Everything that's in my blood right so you can actually listen now live. Yeah. So my mama listening to it. Oh, she already listened to it. I've been No, I went online. I had sent 
had the, the, the regular. regular. Okay, you want that? Far. No, it's not far. It's <laughs> right. It's 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 right. It
Party 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 Empower and inspire, and we are with Moistures by Mommy. <laughs> so um, we was talking over the break about some things. You know, being a business owner has its own challenges. So, what are some challenges that you've overcome that you can share that can help maybe someone going through something? Oh man, um, really? I can't even call them challenges. I really, I rather just call them like learn lessons, okay. and I don't know. I I really, 
everything that I thought was negative that has happened throughout the time in my business, like I said, was a learning experience. So I really can't call it any kind of downfall because I learned from it. Did you, as you was in it, did you think it was learning? Or did, yep. was that or was that something yep. that you I can't realized yep. during it? I okay. did. I, I feel like, and, and, and a lot of times it wasn't me that, you know, I, I had to be reminded a lot of times, but I after a, an amount of time, no, I didn't think, oh, this this is not m- more than something that I have to learn from and grow from. Like, um, like, like if anything was going on and I just couldn't financially do something that I wanted to do, couldn't promote or couldn't just didn't have it to do business cards because I got to, you know, do something else. And you know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> I mean, I just had. I guess my, my advice would be have somebody in your corner that's going to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. Make sure it's somebody that is not going to coddle you and do everything for you because if if it's your business, it's your baby. You cannot give it up. Like, unless you quit, you cannot give it to anybody and think it's going to get taken care of how you want it to be taken care of. It's just not, it's never going to happen like that. So, like, I, I my aunt, <clears throat> my aunt Carol is like a, more of like my mentor, like my husband, you know what I mean? Like I have I have people surrounding me that are building me up throughout those moments where I feel like I want to give up or I want to stop or mm-hmm. if I'm too tired and be like, oh man, I don't know if I want to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, why? What's what, your excuse? What? Remember what? the day that I met you? I think I told you like I wasn't having a great day and I was like, man, do I really want to come to mm-hmm. this event? Mm-hmm. And I would have never met you. Yep. You know, it's, so it, it's like proven that. that, you know, sometimes when we don't feel like doing something, those are the moments that we need Gotta to push, push through. Mm-hmm. So, yep, I guess my advice would be, like, if you ever have, you know, a whole bunch of doubts, make sure you have people that don't doubt you. They need that see what you can't see a lot of times in yourself. And, you know what I mean? Like I said, somebody that's going to tell you the truth. If, you know, you feel like you're just not up to it and, oh, well, I'm, I, you, mm-mm. Cause why? why? I said today, and it's and it's funny you said like today. Um, I said something like I'm nervous. Why? <laughs> my aunt, my aunt was not. Why, mm-hmm. girl? What is you nervous? What are you nervous about? What? Yeah. Who? Who do you? What is the point of being nervous? You already know what you have. You know what I mean. You know your worth. You know your value. Give it to them. Sell absolutely. it. Absolutely. It is what it is. Give it to them. Yep, absolutely. Tell and me. I commend you. Like, how old are you? 25. Oh, see these babies. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But it's it, we had when we met for coffee, we had, I mentioned, like, I, recently I've been attracting younger people. And mm-hmm. so I feel like they're, my project, our generation of bridging those gaps is being shown this is where I need to be. Um, and helping ones with small, bit with businesses and making sure that, um, you guys have the proper resources mm-hmm. and the things to help to keep you going. Um, so I appreciate you coming on my show. Thanks so much for having me. Telling my That's telling so your story has been very, very good. Um, and can you tell the people where they can find you again? Yes, Moisture's by Mommy um, on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and our website is coming soon, and that link will be on the Facebook and the Instagram. Yep. All right. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you so much for having me. Yes, absolutely. And we're going to go out to another song, and then when I come back, I'm going to talk a little bit about branding and why it's important to protect your brand and how you can protect it. Yeah, that is. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
I got to go get fitted. Hit the mall to get it. Then I stop to get my hair twisted up in ponytails and sell a bell. Back to the grain and let my people know you know it's going down tonight. May we live it. I got the phone one one no no bumping. We ride with the niggas if they bump and then we dump it. I'm slumping in the meantime. And nice to see y'all again. Y'all will be seeing us soon. Boisterous by mommy. It was the first week. My auntie. But now I guess it's nothing uh, when I'm uh, sober. What's her husband's name? Yeah, um, James. James. Joey James. Man, About the bump and coming up on us. You know how we do it. Touching with some jack and fill them with some different fluid. Yeah. Bye. 
talk a little bit about um, branding and how important it is and protecting your brand. And I'm going to start off by saying um, that those of us that are entrepreneurs and that are doing content, doing reels, doing um, Facebook lives, all of those different things, um, it requires it to be us. Um, and so we put in a lot of work to do that because it can be exhausting. Um, and so as you're doing it, and you're building this brand for yourself. Have you ever thought of what would happen if somebody took your name and trademarked it before you did? And I say that because that actually happened to a business owner. And somebody was bragging about it on Instagram. This person had built this business and the lady noticed, oh, I like her name. That's, you know, I like the name of that business. And so she went and looked it up and it wasn't trademarked yet. And so she trademarked it. And so now the actual owner of the business can't really do anything with it. Like she can't even use the name anymore because she doesn't own the name. Um, so you don't own your brand until it is trademarked. And I can't stress that enough. Um, we live in a digital society right now. So everything is easily taken. Um, and it's easily put out there, too, like how quickly we can put information out there or post a reel. Like somebody, I go, I box, and our box person, our boxing trainer, a couple weeks ago, well, no, it was last week. Last week, he was showing a self-defense self move. Someone recorded it. That video has 10 million views. So overnight, just it just shows you how quickly things can just pick up and go with it. And so if it's your brand that that happens to, don't you think people are going to start paying attention and they're going to start looking? Because people, I'm sorry, but we live in a world where people want something quick. So if they see you've done the work, they're going to come and take it. Um, so don't feel that you're um, exempt. I also have another instance where somebody had um, was writing a book. And she had a title of the name of the book. She went to trademark it. Someone had trademarked it three days before her. So she had now come up with a new name. Um, yes, it can be expensive. But with the services that I offer through Legal Shield, it doesn't have to be. Um, so you can get a trademark, one free a year. And it's just a $99 membership monthly. And that includes trademark. One free trademark a year that includes um, unlimited consultations, which to me, um, if you're a business owner, I'm sure you have plenty of questions for lawyers um, that you need answered. Um, and sometimes you run in situations where you're not sure if it's a legal situation or not. You need to be able to call someone and find out or have something to just bounce things off of someone. Or you're wanting to add something to your business or you're wanting to expand. 
call them and say, hey, I'm looking at this legally. What what should I do or how should I set it up? Um, you don't get any extra costs from that. It's all included in your membership. Contracts. Contracts are so important right now. Um, just like me, I had to sign an NDA. Don't you think I have my lawyer look at that? Or I had to sign this other contract. Don't you think I have my lawyer look at that? I don't sign anything unless I have my lawyer look at that. Um, and we can all move that way because it is affordable. What we can't afford is for somebody to take what we worked hard for. And so I really, really stress those of you that are out there and building your brand, continue doing what you're doing, but make sure you have it protected. Um, so I will leave you all with that. I hope you all have a good rest of your week. I didn't really, I, I say, did I have a story this week? I kind of did have a story. I would say the story, let me talk about my daughter kind of was my story. Um, so uh, the rest of the week, think about what brings you immense joy. What do you think about that brings you immense joy? And use that as your trigger. Try to replace a negative trigger with a positive trigger. And then also think about your bandwidth. Like, are there times during the day where you're more productive versus other times? I am not a morning person, and I know that. I really can't get full productive unless it's after 12 or 1 in the afternoon. And so because of that, I don't really do many tasks that require me to really think. Like, I don't even talk to my daughter on my way to take her to school because I don't even want to talk. So why would I be making phone calls at 9 o'clock in the morning when I don't even want to talk to people? Um, so just learning that because we want to be able to be at our best at anything that we do. Um, so I will leave you, guys, you leave you guys with all those thoughts, and I hope you have a wonderful week. And this has been Melissa Shaw with Our Generation, where we educate, empower, and inspire. And we are out. Just like music. music.